Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy from the You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man. Hello and welcome once again to Stark or Stank. My name is Aaron and I'm here with Josh. Hello. You're that way. I guess so. Are you that way? You're, th- you're this way to me, but you're that way on the screen. Okay, so for me, you're this way, but does that mean you're that way on the screen? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're that way. Yep, that's where I am. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> what about him? What about him? <laughs> I don't know who you're pointing at. Same. You're just pointing at yourself. I don't know either. <laughs> you just went like this. <laughs> I forgot again when I when I did it. <laughs> Hey, this is a show where we talk about Marvel stuff, and this week we're talking about Hawkeye, we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna put it in a ranking. Talk eye about Hawkeye. Talk eye. Let's talk about... Trivia for this one was, uh... I don't know, it... There's not a whole lot of, like, juicy stuff. It's, it's like it just had a... just They shot it. And they edited it, and then they put it on Disney Plus, and there's like no real, there's no like juicy stuff, you know, to talk about. Shooting was pretty uh, uneventful. I guess so. Um, but there, are, yeah, there's a few little tidbits here. Um, uh, this uh, TV. Hit me with those bits of tid. Okay, the TV show was originally tentatively planned as a movie, which was even included in Jeremy Renner's contract. However, Kevin Feige felt that it would be a better fit as a Disney Plus show, and Renner agreed. The change. Yeah, sure. It works out. It's a good thing. Yeah, no. Good on Renner for being humble enough to be like, yeah, this doesn't need to be a movie. Yeah. I will have six episodes of a TV show. show. Why not? Wish someone would give me six episodes of a TV show. I'll take one episode. Wouldn't do anything on them. I'd just kind of stare at a camera <laughs> like I do now. <laughs> oh, my God. The the views you'd have. the You'd get like three seasons of that for sure. Hey, look, you joke, but numbers have proven that the only time I appear on camera on my YouTube channel is the most highly watched video I've ever made. <laughs> there you go. Um, debut. Oh, this is the debut for actress Alakwa Cox, who had never acted in front of a camera before. Uh, her performance was considered so impressive that a spinoff for her character was planned soon after this show was completed, which... It contradicts what she says because she said she was in the middle of filming this show and they came to her and they were like, we're going to make a show about you. So, hmm. um, anyway. Um, she is Native American right. and deaf, just like her character Maya Lopez. But unlike the comic book version, Cox also happens to be an amputee. Rather than go to potentially complex measures to conceal this, the showrunners instead fully incorporated this detail into the character as presented on screen. Um, I mean, shit, why not? Like, it seems like way more effort than it's worth to conceal something (laughs) like that. And by not concealing, you've really hit the inclusivity trifecta. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Good job. You've done it all. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew an actor existed that was deaf, Native American, and an amputee? Mm -hmm. We do now. Amazing. But she's also really good. She's got a good, like, presence to her, so. Yeah. Uh... There's a, I don't know if you know, there's a musical number in this series. Uh, don't I ever. I think while we watched it live, 
mm-hmm. you and I were watching it at the exact same time. You were maybe like a minute ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And I just got a message from you. Oh my God. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Oh my God. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. We do love our uh, musical theater. Hell yeah, we do. For incorporating the idea of a musical version of the Avengers, the showrunners were given the go-ahead from producer Kevin Feige to really run with the concept. So they specifically hired a composer in that field, Mark Shaman or Shaman, to write a four-minute musical number and top this off by bringing in an ensemble of seasoned musical theatre performers to do a fully choreographed song and dance sequence on stage. All of... All of this number does end up in the show, including Shyman himself in a cameo role as the musical director of that number. So there you go. It looks like he's having a great time too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so fucking good. This, that, that whole thing. It's really good. It's fucking wild. Uh, never mm-hmm. in a million years would I have expected it. I'm really glad that, like, I thought they were just going to show, like, the snippet of it. Right. And they did. And then the whole fucking show plays out mm-hmm. in the last episode airs and then it's credits. Yeah. And then Merry Christmas. Here's a whole fucking <laughs> musical number. Here's the and entire it's, thing. It's so stupid. I love it. It's really good. Um, so Haley Steinfeld was cast as, uh, as Kate Bishop, but, uh, some of the other d- people in the running uh, were Olivia Cook and Thaisa Farmiga. Um, Thaisa is the younger sister of Vera Famiga, who plays Kate's mother, Eleanor. Um, which would have been weird. Having... I'm trying to think. Okay, I know who Olivia Cook is. How do you spell the other name? Uh, T-A-I-S-S-A. Uh, oh. I remember her from American Horror Story. Like oh, I've, I've seen her in The Final Girls. Oh, yes, that's right. She was in that. She's also in just a bunch of horror stuff. She's in The Final Girls, The Nun, The Nun 2, American Horror Story. Right, she... <laughs> I literally just saw her recently in that movie. So, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, Olivia Cook's cool, uh, but yeah, no. Haley Steinfeld's great. I, I know Olivia Cook specifically as... Okay, so sure, I know her more recently from House of Dragons, mm. but... Um, I know her specifically as the girl from Ready Player One who acts as though her like minor birthmark is a horrible deformity. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was a semi-love interest in Bates Motel, um, mm. which is where I first saw her. Um, she's really good in that show. But um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, I added this because it's just the dumbest this is the dumbest piece of trivia I have seen for one of these. Oh wow, that's that's <clears> gotta <throat> be that's gotta be pretty dumb. Hey, Josh, do you know how tattoos work? Vaguely, yes. Like when you get one, does it yes. stay there? Yes. <laughs> Trust me, I've tried washing them out. No, um, but yes, they do stay there. Oh, okay, so um, here's the trivia. Clint Barton has the same tattoos on his arm from Avengers Endgame. That's the whole trivia. I mean, look, it would be more interesting trivia if he didn't have them. That would be <laughs> wild. He's had them removed. Or if they were somehow different. Mm. Like, I expect that kind of, uh, you know, thorough effort when when it comes to... You know, yes. sticking to canon. 
Yes, exactly. It'd be really funny if they were just like on the wrong arm or something. Like, mm-hmm. so um, this okay, this know, last bro. this last bit of trivia is is a spoiler for next week. So if you're following along with this show, I don't know why you would be because you'd, you'd be waiting for ages for some. And of then these also like week to week, and then yeah, we just kind of disappear without. Anyone. Yeah, exactly. Surely you have seen this movie, but uh, you know, just just a spoil, just in case. Spoiler warning. Who can say for sure? In case you're listening to this in the year twenty forty, if you're just joining us, and <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure why you would be, uh, and you've you've been listening to them all in order, and now you're up to here. Spoiler alert for next week, which is Spider-Man: No Way Home. Okay, what? But here we go. So. Um, do you recognize, Josh, the the house that the Bishop family lives in? The house that the Bishop family lives in? At the start? Yes. Or? Hmm. I think. Like young Kate Bishop and... Maybe later? Like during, during the attack on Maybe New York? Maybe later. Or... They live in a house that's yeah. been used before. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't say I do. Okay. The house that the Bishop family lives in is the exact same location as, as Norman Osborn's house in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. In Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. that same Norman crosses universes and mentions that someone is living in my house. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so he evidently oh, ran in... I evidently either ran into either Eleanor Bishop or Jack Duquesne. I would love to see Willem Dafoe's Norman Osborn acting opposite Jack Duquesne. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> That'd be a, yeah, I want that scene for sure. Um, but yeah, that's just a neat little uh, thing they threw into Spider-Man No Way Home, I guess. Neat. Yeah. Fan service. Fan service. Fan service without favorite. calling too much attention to it. They're not like... Yeah, it, subtle, you know. subtle fan service. Yeah. Uh, but great, great stuff. Let's n- let's now talk about the plot uh, uh, of Hawkeye. The Hawkeye plot, eh? You like this show or not? Before I get to the plot. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm. Always have. And this has reaffirmed that. Yeah. I always feel like maybe it's just the Christmas spirit getting into me every time I watch it because it is right. around Christmas every time I've watched it. Mm-hmm. Except for, wait, when did it come out? Did it come out around Christmas? 20, yeah, 2021. Yeah, okay. So every time I'm like, oh, maybe it's just the Christmas spirit. Nah, we, we ain't fucking anywhere near Christmas this year. It's right. just that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would say I probably like this more than even last time I watched it. It's a good, it's a very good show. I tried to just watch it in the background while doing other stuff, and I kept mm. getting fucking distracted by how good it is. Every time there's like an action, like especially the wanna, obviously, because uh, I'm a you love a wanna. I do love a wanna. Um, or yeah, uh, yeah, other fights that happen throughout the thing. I'm, uh, I'm like, yeah, I got it. Can't think of any this. action in that that doesn't like immediately draw my attention. Mm-hmm. It's a fun time. Even some of the like, even the talky stuff is very good. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the, uh, um, well, we'll get there. But yeah, a lot of yeah. just the stuff between 
Kate and uh, and uh, Clint um, is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let you know if you hear some people like yelling and screaming. Um, there's we over here. We live mm-hmm. like right next to like a club, so. Right. It's annoying people in the car park that can't shut the fuck up. Just let you Shot. Sure. Okay. Well, if you hear me coughing and dying, it's because I'm coughing and dying. You'll see that, though. Yeah, we'll see that. We'll see you die on screen. So good for right. views, maybe. Oh, it'll be great for views, for sure. People love seeing <laughs> people die. It's true. Just ask Jake Paul? Yeah, mm. for sure. <laughs> Kate Bishop, a 22-year-old woman who was inspired to take up archery after being saved by Hawkeye during the Battle of New York, returns to New York City in time for the holidays. She Leaving returns? out some details there. She re- was she away from? Well, yeah, because she was at school. Oh, is that not in New York? Happens. No, I assume not because she like travels back there. Because oh, yeah. she's not staying at her home. I figured it was still in New York, even even if she did. Like, I, she would live at the at the school, right? Yeah, she's she's yeah. yeah, she's like you know, but she's like I didn't think it was it could, out of New York. Well, I mean, it could be like in New York State, but not in New York City. Mm. This is true. New York's fucking dumb like that. I've been there. I can say that. Horrible place. Never been. Um, reuniting with her mother Eleanor, who recently became engaged. Engaged with Jack Duquesne. Engaged with? Engaged with, engaged to. I guess engaged to sounds too possessive, but like, who the fuck are we? <laughs> okay. The family attend well, a. What are we doing here? Look, I'm. Look. So already. We've never raised this many questions about the synopsis. Already, this is just pissing me off, this whole thing. The family <laughs> attend a social t- gala. Spelling mistake. Don't see too many spelling mistakes in these. I will say that. Usually pretty good with the spelling mistakes. Um, but uh, they've, they've missed an eye. Social. T- oh, yeah, okay. I understand. At a hotel where Bishop sees her old acquaintance, Armand Duquesne III. Things begin to look off when Bishop sees Armand threatening Eleanor, and after following him into the hotel cellar, she runs in, into a black market auction with Armand and Jack as participants bidding for various relics such as equipment belonging to the enigmatic Ronan. The tracksuit mafia then bomb their way into the cellar to steal a Rolex. Jack takes Ronan's sword while Bishop dons Ronan's suit to fight off the tracksuits. Later that night, she infiltrates Armand's house to investigate his aggression with Eleanor, but finds him dead. Yes, that is. And we miss a couple of details, but they are ultimately details, I guess. This is, a, this is an accurate synopsis for the most part. Except for the should spelling. be noted. Well, yeah, except for the spelling. And it should be noted that Kate is at school and she, like, destroys a priceless... Bell and Clock Tower mm-hmm. in what is, frankly, an amazing shot, Yeah, uh, which is preceded but- by the, the dumb question of, wait, is it the bell that makes the sound or is it the thing? <laughs> which, which one of the things moves to make the sound? <laughs> like, do you not know how bells work? 
<laughs> it's the thing inside. I mean, they both move. The bell moves, I mean, but also the thing moves inside. Yeah, it's, oh. anyway, it's not like, it's not like cool. the bell moves and then the thing just stays in place. They both move. Yeah, I know, but the thing inside is the only bit that has to move. That's true, but they both move. Yes, sure. Anyway, <laughs> we're getting into semantics of how bell right, some kind of fucking bell doctor. <laughs> Uh, bell police on me. She says, uh, "All the, all the best bells have cracks." It's true. Yeah. Liberty Bell is the only bell that comes to mind when I think of famous <laughs> exactly. bells. I can't think of any other bells, so it's true. The bells with cracks are the most memorable. Yeah, literally just the one. Um. Yeah, we're, we're not uh, even American. We know about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it's famous for. I know it has a crack. It has in a crack. It. I know it's a bell. That's what it's. That's what it's. Like. Abnormal for bells. <laughs> that's Brad. Just says, "Welcome to the bell cast." <laughs> yeah, great, fantastic. We need more bells. Um, I don't need bells. Wait, how do I? Oh, I think I wait. Do I? No. <laughs> I don't know. How do you what? <laughs> You're supposed to be able to. I've got like this chat highlight thing, but I guess you can't do it with multi-stream. I think it's only with Twitch. Stupid yeah. thing. Why do I even have once it? Upon a time, once upon a time, I could see the chat over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, once upon a now. time. No chat for oh, you. Oh, well. Yeah, no chat for Chatless. You just have to relay it all to me. That's it. That's what they call me, chatless. Great. Oh. Oh. Oh no, where is it? I don't know, what are you looking for? Wait, I couldn't even help even if I did know what you were looking for. My kid is... Oh, you're looking for the... You're looking my... for the fucking sound box! My kid's <laughs> taken my goddamn sound thing. <laughs> your kid's stolen your toy. Yep. What? What a shame. What a tragedy. And now I can't play the very obvious Hawkeye noise. The ting ching ching Yeah. Everybody knows what Hawkeye sounds like. Yep, definitely sounds like metal clanging down a set of stairs. Uh-huh, for sure. Um, anyway, back to this fucking thing. Uh, it's a good first episode. Uh, it's a good... I mean, this I mean, this isn't the first. It's the... It's her? It's so half left of all it. of the Clint out of it. This synopsis. Neat. Take a taste of that. Just go, mm, needs more Clint. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, that's... Needs yes. more Rogers the musical. Does actually, that would be good. I'll just take a hold um, of that. But like, as far as the as far as the Kate stuff goes, you get a nice little um, <clears throat> introduction to her character, what she's about, what her whole personality is kind of like. The yep. synopsis also doesn't mention that. I mean, it, I guess kind of mentions that she survived the Battle of New York and idolizes mm-hmm. Hawkeye. It's very brief. It doesn't go into the detail that we actually see that, and that's kind of cool, seeing the one yep. cool thing that Hawkeye does in that entire fight <laughs> from a different angle. I mean, Far enough away that know. we can fucking CG his face in. What? I, I, he does He does this thing where he doesn't even look? Yeah, I mean, it's also in yeah. this, isn't it? This apparently is, is how you fire an arrow, by the way. You let go of this end. 
<laughs> Can't you imagine? <laughs> Fucking Bogue comes back and slaps him in the face. <laughs> oh, I just no. wanted to point that out in case people watch this and they go, Aaron's dumbass, he let go. Yeah, I know. I realize that. Yeah, for the uh, for our audio listeners, Aaron let go of the bow end and not the string end <laughs> when he pantomimed shooting a bow. Like that. Just like that. After seeing the Ronan resurface on the news while on holiday vacation with his children, Clint Barton intercepts Bishop and tries to attack it. They've left out the Rogers the musical. Holiday vacation? Holiday, yeah, it's a holiday vacation. It's not a work vacation. As opposed to, I mean, but then you just call it a business trip. Well, that's a business trip. That's different to a holiday vacation or a business vacation. Is it different from a business vacation? Business vacations don't exist because that's an oxymoron. Because <laughs> that's a business trip. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, I'm having a fucking meltdown. Maybe they just. Oh, no. Maybe they don't know. Maybe they're thinking of other countries where vacation isn't used often, so they they say holiday as well as vacation. No, because if it, like the Americans would have used holiday in the context of the day, right? Mm. Like it is a ho- like it's a Christmas vacation, therefore it's a holiday vacation, right? So that is true. Boy, does that sound fucking holiday dumb. Holiday vacation, yes. That, that makes sense, I guess. Clint Barton intercepts Bishop and tries to attack her, but stops when he discovers the young woman beneath the mask. As Bishop drops drops off the Ronin suit at her apartment, the tracksuits track the duo down and... Uh, tracksuits. Yeah, tracksuit mafia. Tracking. Tracksuits. Uh, <laughs> We're sneakers for sneaking and tracksuits <laughs> for tracking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so dumb. Oh, attack them there with Molotov cocktails, forcing them to leave the outfit behind for later retrieval. Bishop uses her aunt's apartment as a temporary safe house as Barton finds out that a first responder uh, had taken the Ronin suit for LARPing. As a result, Barton is forced to drop his kids off at the airport as he goes to take the article of equipment back, promising them he'll return home by Christmas. Got to get, get back, back by, by Christ's Christ mass. mass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good for... That is the first episode then, right? Pretty much. At that point? Yeah. Or is that the start of the second? That's, yeah, it's, even... it's leading from one episode into the other. Here. Okay, well, this is going to be messy, mm-hmm. but that's fine. We like it a bit messy here. Yeah. No, Wouldn't expect any less. I mean, when I think When I think of Stark or Stank, I, I'm... I want it to be the worst thing I've ever listened to. And I, I think we deliver every week. <laughs> Frankly, I think we under-deliver, which is over-delivering in a way. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yes. This is... We, we haven't even got to the LARP yet, but... It, we haven't talked about a bunch of things. We haven't talked about Rogers the Musical, which is a uh, uh-huh. sight to behold. Mm-hmm. It's very, very catchy. Yep. Uh, and also some of the worst costumes I've ever seen in a stage production ever. <laughs> Ant-Man. Firstly, I love that... Ant-Man's there. points out that he's there in the first place, which... Wasn't even there. And that he's just some guy just in a shirt. Uh, oh, it's funny. Good stuff. 
Are you there? Um, it's frozen. Oh, oh, he moved. Can't hear anything. Um, oh, he's gone. All right, well, maybe he'll be back. This is the part of the show we like to call the Josh goes away for a bit. And then, you know, maybe he'll be back one day. Uh, there is, sometimes we have a part of the show where Josh comes back. And I look forward to that part of the show usually because this is, this is technically a two-person show. And uh, it's me. And it's Josh. And without Josh, it's just me. A one-person show. And that's not what this show is. So um, now we'll try showing on stream. Are you there? Nope. Nope. Oh, I did hear a thing, but you're still frozen. Um, now I'm going <laughs> to disconnect you. <laughs> I can hear you clicking stuff. Oh. Hear you clicking again. Mm, getting it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, about, nope. mm. Am I back? I think I'm back. Yes, you are. You're less robot. Okay. Don't know what the fuck happened there. Ah, the internet. Beautiful, it's I have questions, you have questions, we all have questions, no the one internet, has answers. The internet can't get any better than this. People are always talking about getting faster speeds, here, getting uh, whatever, like, uh, this is the perfect internet, and it will not get more perfect. Wasteland right. that we live in. Anyway, so before everything died, you were talking about how Ant-Man's just kind of a guy in a t-shirt. Yeah, he is. And it's very... My favorite is Hulk just being a guy in a green hoodie. <laughs> yeah, he is just a guy in a green hoodie. <laughs> and he just carries around a rock. Mm-hmm. So it is a very catchy musical number, though, which is it nice. Is. Now we go. Like, now I have really a, put some fucking effort into it. I have a delay now. I'm hearing you, you say things, and the video is like way behind. <laughs> like way behind. No, but see, the thing is that I'm actually drinking right now. Yeah, the thing is, like... <laughs> did that work the way that I wanted it to? <laughs> I guess it did. <laughs> Master ventriloquist. <laughs> um, okay, let me, let me leave and come back and we'll see. All right. Here we go. Okay. All right, so here we are again. This is, you know... Every now and then, you have a you have an original, and then you have a sequel. This is the sequel part of the show where Josh leaves again, and uh, and then we'll have a, we'll have a sequel to the Josh coming back again, um, which is always fun. And we're going to we're getting a film stream. franchise. Yes, Josh leaves. Sick. Josh comes back. It's two series. Okay, I can settle for series, as we said before. See um, no, nah, no thanks. I just uh, ate. <laughs> no CRI for me, thank you. 
Very good. All right. The audio is great. Pitch is good. It's all matching up. Oh, great. Professional show this is. It happens occasionally. It does. Uh, but here we are. Uh, yeah, okay. Track suits. Great. Fucking love them. Bro, 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 bro. All, every five seconds. They're fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, Lucky, the pizza dog. Yes. Pizza He's dog is unnamed fantastic. unnamed currently. Um, yeah, cute dog. Mm-hmm. With his one eye. I also would have dove into traffic to save that dog. Mm-hmm. Can't have him have, like, zero eyes. No. Uh, or be dead. That would be unfortunate. Nah, I think I think he'd just lose the other eye. I don't think that's how being hit by cars works. Good. We may never know. Unless... I'm not professional. Keys, I'll be over yours soon. Are <laughs> <laughs> we waiting in the middle of the road? <laughs> Five hours later. <laughs> I've already been hit by like 12 cars already. <laughs> oh no, he's still got his eyes. <laughs> he's dead though. Um, okay, uh, Jack Duquesne. What a, what a charming man. He is. He's very good. He's so smooth. He's very clearly a villain. <laughs> uh, yeah. The the entire time this show is pointing him like, look at this mummy son of a bitch. There's no way he's a good guy. It's very that would be o- crazy. It's in a way, it's a little too obvious that they're trying to make him out to be the villain. Yes. Um. In in a way that you just can't believe that he actually is the villain. Uh, he smells dis- distinctly of red herring. Yes. Exactly. Um, but he's very good. Like his mannerisms and the, the way that he says little like sayings, but wrong. <laughs> Fucking great. Love that. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's very good. The tracksuit's good. The dog's good. Mm-hmm. What else is good? <laughs> the whole show really. Yeah. Hey, how for, has Clint always had three kids? That's what I was wondering. I remember the daughter, and I remember there being, like, a son on the way, or a child on the way in uh, Age of Ultron. And I remember the elder son. Yeah, that's where I... So at the I beginning know he of up in... uh, Endgame, Endgame, when they all disappear, Yeah, uh, they, they're talking about the hot dogs, and the, yeah. what, what, what they want on it. Uh-huh. And I'm, like, trying to remember... I feel I, like the elder son was in that scene. Yeah, that's what I because I I'm pretty sure I can, I can picture I can picture the mum, mm-hmm. I can picture Nate, I can picture the daughter with Clint, and I can picture someone else there. I can't put a face to it. <laughs> Couldn't tell you if it was that kid, but it was a kid. Um, I feel like because the daughter asked, like, who puts mayonnaise on mayonnaise a on a hot dog. And Clint says, probably one of your brothers, I think. Yeah, okay. I think. That could be just something I've made up in my brain. Did did both kids show up in Age of Ultron as little, little kids? I don't know. I know know one of them at the very least does, but I cannot recall. No, I feel like there's only one of them there, because... I'm pretty sure Nat says something about 
the the sides being even up between boys and girls, mm-hmm. and then she calls the unborn kid a traitor because it's going to be a boy. Right, <laughs> right. But uh, maybe I'm misremembering that. But yeah, uh, this older kid, absolutely don't remember him. <laughs> Out of all the kids, he's the most like charisma vacuum. I'm glad yeah. we do not have to spend too much time with him. The youngest kid gets a pass for being the youngest kid. Yeah, exactly. the daughter's actually quite good. Yeah, that's well, that's uh, Joe Russo's daughter. So, oh, really? Yeah, we we learnt this whenever she showed up last. What did she? What was she Endgame. in? She was in uh, Endgame. Endgame. Right. Yes. Yeah. All right. She's at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Do you recall, like, do you remember things that happen in our conversations? Because I don't. I do not have the mental bandwidth for it. That's Brad says, I think the two sons were throwing a ball in the hot dog scene. So, uh, there yep. you go. That is, that is correct. What was your question? Do I remember what? No, no, I mean, no, that I answered it perfectly. I forget questions. <laughs> now, do you try and retain everything that we talk about in these podcast because i don't try to. once once it leaves my brain once it leaves <laughs> my brain and out my mouth it's gone i don't recall it ever again some of it's just there because i have a decent memory sometimes the dumb I things i have memory i just can't afford to remember anything dumb that we say right but dumb things like i said hey <laughs> um okay so okay this guy got the suit Yes. Uh, okay, because he was he's a first responder, so he got there no. and he was like, "Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say this guy got the suit, as in the the black market people got the suit." No, no, no. And then I was gonna comment on how they also had a triceratops skull, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> no, I'm I'm talking about. And no, the, let's talk about the first responder, the lapping guy. Yeah. Yep. I was I was trying to figure out how, how did he get the suit, but he he was there because the house was yeah, the place took was it on from fire. The, the burning apartment, yeah, yeah. As you do, you just go into someone's burning apartment and just take shit from their yeah, house. Potential evidence. <laughs> I mean, no, mm, I've heard it both ways that firefighters can be real bastards and take stuff, but mm. most people have nothing mean to say about firefighters or cops. Right. Fuck cops. Well, there you go. This is where we are in the episode. The fuck, yep, fuck, fuck cops, cops part of the episode. <laughs> Convinced that Jack was responsible for Armand's killing, Bishop attempts to inform Eleanor, but she refuses to hear it. Barton allows himself to be captured by the tracksuits, or Bishop accidentally gets herself captured after she tries to contact him about Jack. Having lost her father to Ronan during his reign of terror, Maya Lopez interrogates the two about the ninja's return. But not only are they... I need to stop you for a second. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with Ronan, this is the Ronan. Yes. Not Ronan. No, not Ronan the accuser. (laughs) The Ronan. Because I just had a mental image of Maya's dad being like (laughs) hammered to death by Lee Pace. (laughs) But blue. No, that's, uh, yeah, very different Ronan. (laughs) Just shows up in like Back alley, New York. Uh-huh. What about Ronan just, like, wiping out Yakuza uh, in Endgame? I'd watch it. Seems like a really short scene. <laughs> it does. 
Also not nearly as dynamic. Uh, Maya Lopez uh, interrogates the two about the news return. Um, not only are they uncooperative, they also escape. <laughs> the, that's the most uncooperative. <laughs> no, don't leave. I've got questions. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, using trick arrows to help get away, determined to uncover more about Jack, they sneak into Bishop's penthouse where she uses Eleanor's security firm to view information on Lopez's friend, Kazi... Kazi? <sighs> I love names. I know you love names. Mm, they're fine. What are your thoughts on names? Names are great. How do you spell Kazi? Kazi... Kazimierz Jack. Kazimierz Jack. Kazimierz Jack. Kazi Kazimierz Jack. And Jack. Jack is a much easier name to say. I'm just saying. Yeah, even though he's got like a fruity last name, Jack Duquesne. <laughs> While she finds that Casimir Jack is listed as an employee at Sloan Limited, she's unable to view Jack's file. All right, that part of the synopsis has done like two episodes worth of I know. stuff, I feel. It sure has. We uh, So, uh, Clint gets himself captured. Yes. Uh, and then um, Kate goes to like rescue him or free him, get mm-hmm. him out. And also gets captured. Also gets captured. Has a heart-to-heart with one of the tracksuits about Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, relationship, you know, conflict management. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a really, really great action scene as they escape. Well, well, so they both as get captured. Uncooperative. They both get captured and they're like, Clint is like on a like a rocking horse type thing. Yeah, and yeah, he's on one of those like a mall. Uh, yeah, one, yeah, one of those ones. And uh, his arms are like around the neck, and his hands are uh, done up with tape. Mm-hmm. He could easily just do this. Sure. Like he wants to be there. Exactly. He. He's he's not even. They didn't even try to, like, keep him there anyway. They are idiots. They're super dumb. That's what <laughs> very I'm dumb. They're super yeah, duper, no, they're very duper dumb. mega ultra dumb. Like, if um, they actually wanted to keep him there, which it seems like they wanted to, they've done a very bad job of it. But thankfully terrible. for them, Clint does want to be there. <laughs> thankfully. Thankfully. Uh, and um, um, so, yeah, and then at the end of this episode... Uh, we meet Maya. She's like with a fucking sick synth track happening in the yeah. background. Yeah, fuck, that's good. Um, that's Brad says Hawkeye was never actually captured by them. I mean, I mean, he got the he got the black bag treatment. He did, and he's like, I can see through this. <laughs> he's like, you don't need to. Do- okay, yeah, no, he got captured. He got yeah captured in in quotes. Um. Yes, and then we meet Maya, 
and then end of episode and then the next episode starts right and that's when clint escapes and we get the sick clint and kate well, yeah, but he gets there. he escapes first. She's like, I don't even know how you did that, even though it was very obvious how he did that. He lifted his arms above his head. <laughs> Look, some of us have trouble doing that. I just got out of the gym. It's fucking couldn't possibly. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, me too, for sure. Yeah, huh? Ugh, yeah. fucking genius. Uh, that that action scene has some really cool bits in it. I really mm-hmm. like the ball pit thing. Yeah, ball pit predator. Yep. Love that. Uh, and Kate does this thing where she like slides along the ground, grabs a pillar mm-hmm. and like fucking swings around and sweeps some dudes. It's fucking yeah. sick. Yeah. Love that. Just really good, like fight choreo in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it's not just limited to like the arrow stuff. The arrow stuff's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the actual hand hand stuff is surprisingly well done. Yeah. The one is good. It's in the car the, the whole time. Spinning camera. Lots of spinning camera. Somebody's been watching Children of Men, and they, um, <laughs> then they, but they were like, "What if Children of Men, but also with arrows?" And so, and also fun. And horrible. <laughs> Children depressing. of Men is that's a fun a bad movie. time. It's a bad time. Um, well, remember yeah. that really fun part at the beginning of Children of Men when there's the explosion. And then that girl is running around with holding her other arm that that, that got blown up. Hilarious! Couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> so funny. Uh, um, so this oneer is first of all really really fun to watch because hey, it's a well executed oneer. Mm-hmm. But like you've got Clint, whose fucking hearing aid has been—it's been fucked up, right? He hasn't just turned it off. Yeah. He turns it off sometimes, but in this one, I'm pretty sure it's actually, like, short-circuited. Yes, right. Yeah, because, yeah, yes, that is correct. And so, like, he's saying things to Kate a second and a half after she's said them to him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, hey, we're communicating. Mm-hmm. Even though she's also like, I just said, oh, wait, yeah, no, that. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength, but also, you can't hear me. All of the um, the Kate, Clint, back and forth conversation conversational stuff and also them working together it's all really good and they nail the the they nail that dynamic between the hawkeyes yeah the uh <coughs> like starstruck <laughs> protege mm-hmm. and the really unwilling mentor yeah it's uh yeah it's some very good stuff mm-hmm. uh yeah really fucking cool also trick arrows god i love trick arrows I'm slowly sinking. Mike Chad just is, does not want to stay up. Uh, that's Brad says Kate does a bunch of basically wrestling moves, which, yeah, she does. Yeah, she does a bunch of hurricane runners and yeah. lots of judo shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wrestling is the most watchable fighting form because it's not meant for actually hurting people. It's meant for looking cool. Mm-hmm. I look. I'm a, a firm believer that pretty much everything needs more wrestling in it. Video games, movies, mm. real life, even. <laughs> just yeah, just walking down. The I street. just Olympic slam a work uh, like a coworker through a table. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would make my day. Ah, oh, what a great day we'd all have. Yeah, I probably not have a job maybe. anymore. Oh yeah, no, 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 no but it's, it's wrestling. Fun. It's fake. 
<laughs> of course, it's yeah. It's all fake. No one gets um, hurt ever. Trick arrows are fucking sick, and we never see them enough in the movies. Like, there's always some cool tech arrows here and there, but yeah, nothing is fucking silly as this show has, and it's they're the best. Yeah, the best. I love the, the... arrow. <laughs> Obviously, the the pim arrow at the end there. I don't. I, it's kind of lame that they just made a bigger arrow. Like, <laughs> they could have <laughs> maybe used it in a different way. I don't know, but it, it's still cool. I mean, look, they use pin particles later in yeah. a, a different way. But it's like, what do you do with the thing that makes things bigger and smaller? Well, you make things bigger and smaller. They did that. And they they, they turned an arrow into the size of a small building and crushed a bridge with it. Like, <laughs> what do you want? It's very... You're telling me that's not what you wanted? I mean, yeah, I guess. Fucking great. Also, the USB arrow that does nothing. Yeah, she she thinks it's gonna do something, and then she fires it anyway. And it's, uh, it's like I don't even know if she thought it was gonna do anything. That's she what I meant to like say. She, to, she looks she at it like, and she's like, "What's this like... gonna do?" <clears throat> and then it just like hits the guy straight in the chest, and he's like, "The fuck!" Shame <laughs> uh, uh, about that car, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And the suction cup, which was just a suction cup arrow. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the plunger arrow. Very good. Yep. Um. Good stuff. Jack and Eleanor soon return to the suite where they learn about Barton and Bishop's active investigation into Armand's death. After being escorted out by Eleanor, Barton gets Laura to look up Casimir. Can't you use his first? I'm gonna say just say Kazi. Kazi. Kazi, later learning that Sloan Limited was a money laundering front for the tracksuits with Jack listed as its CEO, while throwing a celebratory festive party at the safe house, uh, Bishop soon learns that Barton was Ronan, having morphed into the brutal vigilante in his during <coughs> the blip. After recovering spared trick arrows from their LARPA allies, Barton and Bishop are led by Laura to an apartment room to retrieve the stolen Rolex, but Bishop discovers someone had been keeping tabs on Barton's family. It was Lopez, who attacks Bishop while Barton is simultaneously ambushed by a Black Widow assassin. So, yeah, I just re- realized now they've completely missed the LARPing yeah. stuff. I was gonna, I was gonna interject, but you seemed like you were on a roll, and I really don't want to trip you up. With, uh, <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, yeah, they completely went, skipped the LARPing section of the show, which the is the entire LARP sequence is just a fucking joy to behold. It is how <laughs> dead inside Clint looks for half of it, and then he kind of gets into it at the end. It's, yeah. Ah, it's such a good time. It is. Uh, we we love a fish out of water, and. Uh, <laughs> he hates it, but it's so funny. Oh my god, it's so good. He's kind of into it by the end. By the end, he's into it, but who couldn't be? Everyone loves laugh <laughs> when he's uh, just like whacking everyone away from him as they're like mm-hmm. trying to get him. Uh, just just, just fucking thousand yard stare. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, it's funny. Um. Okay, so yeah, Jack and Eleanor. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, again, this is more red herring stuff with Jack and the his name listed as uh, CEO. It looks, it looks very, very suspicious. suspicious. Yeah, sure. Um, I like this. Um, 
this little section here with uh, Kate and Clint, uh, they're spending, they're, they're trying to come up with like, I don't know, they're, they're doing investi investigating, but they're also hanging out and they'll, they're trying oh, to- Oh, that's the, the Christmas movie montage, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. And trying when to- He's teaching out of flick coins, coins and shit. Yeah. Um, that whole scene was yeah, um, really good. Yeah, seeing them like the the, the dynamic kind of grow between them, that's mm. really good, and it feels natural. Yeah, uh, they've got such a good chemistry together that it, mm -hmm. like all the interaction just feels completely natural. None of it feels forced. No. Um, with the uh, the Jack stuff, yeah, I believe it's already happened by this point, but there is one bit of the show where it actually seemed like Jack might be maybe a villain and not like really on the nose and it's the bit where kate and he are like fencing together right and he's like being super kind like oh you, you beat me again oh you've got me and then she like slashes out at him uh no one's ready for it except he's super ready for him he fucking disarms her immediately like oh shit this guy's for real holy shit <laughs> that's the one bit where you're like oh maybe he is bad maybe yeah, um, but he's still pretty goofy about it. He's so goofy. <laughs> uh, what is it he fucking says? Absence makes the heart grow older. Right. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's so charming. Damn it. No wonder they're engaged. No wonder. Uh, yo, there's, the Black a, Widow fight. there's a Black Widow here. Yeah, yeah, there is. I wonder Just a, which one it could, could be, because we know there's a bunch of them. Some random Black Widow showing up here. Crazy. Fucking Lady Sam Fisher's here. And, you know, no one posted about it before the, ep before the series started and gave it away at all. I mean, look, if anyone watched Black Widow, you kind of assumed it was going to come up. Sure. But still. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It It's still really fucking cool because Yelena's rad. And Hell yeah, she is. Yelena yet, but Black Widows are sick and that fight's really cool. And then it becomes... So it's like a fight between the Black Widow and Clint on the rooftop. Mm. And then it's also a fight between Maya and Kate in the apartment while the fucking strobe light alarm's going off. I hate those things, by the way. I get why they use... My God, does my brain and eyes hate that. <laughs> sure. Um, and then, yeah, it becomes a, a double fight when they kind of collide. And Kate's fucking ziplining across the gap in the street and just yeah. gets like half like, <laughs> Fucking... Trying to air hump away across. <laughs> yeah. Always fun. Uh, yeah, another really good, fun fight to watch. Lots of stuff happening. Yep. And, like, some of the better shot action in the MCU, I think. Like, I mean, feel we, like you're seeing everything. That, you watch Shang-Chi like, not... pretty recently. Well, but yeah, sure. But it's not it's not as good as Shang Chi. No, but it's like, I think for a for a for a TV show, it's pretty good. Yes, I think even I think it's better than some of the movies. Honestly, yeah, it's definitely better than some of the movies. That's not even. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Good. It's pretty good. Great. 
<laughs> there you go. You got what you want. Fucking sick. I'm choking, choking that up, up as, as a win. win. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. After Bishop forces Lopez out of the fight, Barton unmasks the widow as Yelena Belova, even though he doesn't realize at the time. So It's, it's a, a reveal, reveal that, that makes no, no sense to him at all. Anyone except, except the audience. Exactly. Uh, who'd been sent to New York to kill him on the belief that he was responsible for Natasha Romanoff's death. As Belova flees, her involvement in the conflict leads Barton to send Bishop home to keep her safe. Bishop gets her mother to look into Jack's criminal dealings before returning to her scorched apartment, where Belova awaits to lecture her about Barton's reputation as a superhero. The next day, uh, Eleanor turns Jack over to authorities, who claims that he was framed. Uh, in an attempt to settle his conflict with the tracksuits for good that night and prevent its leader from getting involved, Barton dons his Ronin outfit and confronts Lopez to warn her not to chase his family any further. When he reveals that her boss used Ronin to eliminate her father, Lopez tries to retaliate, but he's stopped by Bishop. Yeah, so that whole uh, Kayard scene mm-hmm. is a fun little... Like Batman, Batman moment for Ronan. Yep. Gets to take out all the tracksuits silently. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, more cool fights between Maya and Hawkeye. Maya's really cool to watch in fights. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's really good. Uh, let's see. What did we, what did we just discuss? Jack is oh, also yeah, very so forgiving about being fucking arrested. <laughs> he is. At no point does he lose his cool. He's like, don't worry, honey. I'll be back. <laughs> it's cool. I'll sort this all out. Lots a little arrest every now and then. It happens to the best of us. It sure does. Uh, uh, yeah, I love the um, the scene with uh, Kate and Yelena in the apartment. Great. <laughs> Kate Bishop. <laughs> oh, you just keep referring to me by my full name to make sure that I know that you know it. Yes. <laughs> Yelena is really fantastic at coming across as incredibly threatening, but also very personable at the exact same time. Yeah. She's impossible, impossible not, not to like. like. But also, also she's, she's fucking, fucking terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, she can be. She is a black widow. Like, like, like the bit where she's got the fucking saucepan full of macaroni and cheese. And she yep. just dumps a shit ton of hot sauce and then just goes, yes! It's very silly. She's really good. Yeah. Yelena's great. Always a fan. Can't wait to see her again. Yep. Um, and uh, A highlight of the face, for sure. For sure. Um, mm, yeah, that's that's that. That's that part of that show. Um, <laughs> yes, was, it is. I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure they've missed the part, the blip. The blip part. The flashback. Oh, oh, for Yelena? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think it happens in this episode. Like, I think it happens the, the episode, episode immediately yeah. after it's revealed that it's Yelena. Yes. Mask. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's doing her thing, going and rewiring Black Widows across the globe. Yeah. Some who aren't even brainwashed. Right. Just doing their thing, killing people for money. <laughs> doing and what seem they like do at best. peace with it. Mm-hmm. Like she see the one that they go and try and uh, release from the fucking brainwashing. She seems totally fine. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's, I kill people. It's what we do. She's doing a job. Look she's... at how much money I made. Exactly. 
You see this carpet that you ruined? <laughs> Bastards. Uh, yeah, and then um, she goes in the bathroom and she... You know? Dusts. She dusts. She dusts. That's the... I'm, yeah, she turns to dust. And then, but it's weird as she comes back and then like the walls slowly like change color. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is a weird, I don't know why it wouldn't I mean, do that. Like as she's dusted, you know what I mean? That's why she comes back and then it does it. I, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just like her brain trying to reconcile being here one minute and then also here the next, but these are two different places. Mm. But they're the same place. I don't know. It was a visually cool way of being like, if this is the same place, it just looks right. different because it's been five years and yeah. rich people make rich their people. houses all the time. Always changing shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was a really cool scene. Home renovations aren't cheap. And also now we know Yelena was gone for five years. Yes. Maybe have some insight into exactly why Natasha was so depressed in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's that part of the show. While stalking Eleanor, Belova learns that she was her employer and an associate of Wilson Fisk. <gasps> what? Who had murdered Armand and framed Jack on his orders. She had recently cut ties with him over her daughter's investigations into her criminal activities as well. She forwards this discovery to Barton and Bishop, who head to the Rockefeller Center to locate Eleanor and escort her away from the tracksuits. Bishop finds her mother and gets her to confess to her crimes, but she slips away. Uh, Kazi attacks Barton, who subdues him and escapes to the ground, where he is joined by Bishop and a recently released Jack as they fight off a horde of tracksuits. Belova arrives to kill Barton, but eventually stands down after learning that he tried to stop Romanoff from sacrificing herself. Um, yeah, that okay. sums it up very quickly, but that does not go as easily as it seems. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, okay, firstly... It really Wilson takes Fisk, a whooping. Uh, Kingpin showing up. I think it was, yeah. like, rumoured, like, before the show came out. Like, everyone had theories that he was going to show up. I think Vincent D'Onofrio was maybe, um, like, hinting that he was going to be in it. Uh, So, here we are, the final episode, and he finally shows up. Um, Which is kind of a bummer that he's just in this one episode, but... Yep, he's um, a one and done for now. At least he's there, and that's pretty cool. And you know what? He's still fucking cool. Like, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin is so goddamn good. He's really good. And it's not... I don't know that it's as good as it has been in the mm-hmm. past. He really only doesn't... Like, he doesn't have a lot of time <laughs> to really spread his Kingpin wings, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's there. Yeah, he is. He's doing his thing. Being a big boy. <laughs> the sure. biggest of the boys. The biggest of the boys. Uh, Yeah, great. And, uh, oh, who to thunk it? Uh, Eleanor's the bad guy. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. The whole, um, like, mystery to be solved in the background of... Mm-hmm. This should... This is, like, the main plot of Hawkeye. Right. But I don't care. 
<laughs> for the most part. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm with you. Like, I care about the Clint and Kate stuff. I yeah. care about the Elena stuff. Mm. I care about the Maya stuff. This is all happening around this mysterious, like, who killed Jack Duquesne? Oh, no, who killed um, Armand. Armand? Yeah. Yeah, who killed Armand? Uh, what's going on with this watch mystery? Yeah. And I don't care. No, I don't either. <laughs> which is a shame because I love a good mystery, but this is not yeah. what I would call a good mystery. It's, it's the least mystery. interesting part of the show is the mystery of and who the killed only Armand. Interesting, the only interesting part of it is that they keep pointing it back to Jack and Jack's great. Right. That's it. Mm. But God, do I not care. As soon as we're just like, it was Kate's mom. I'm like, okay. Yeah, cool. cool. Good. Let's wrap good this shit up. On that. And then we do wrap it up in yeah. amazing fashion with mm-hmm. a great action, uh, like back to back to back great action sequences. Yes. You get um, the running fight through the, through the building between mm. Yelena and Kate. Yep. She's fucking sick. Yep. You get the fight between Kazi and Clint, where Clint gives him a German suplex, and it's fucking <laughs> excellent. Like I yep. said, more wrestling. Uh-huh. Top dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the, the archery fight at ground level with Jack's swinging swords and shit and being a fucking <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you get more Elena Clint, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's all all with the backdrop of Christmas. So got the tree, and I've um, I've been there while that tree's up. It's <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, uh, the tree falls down, and then they fight on the ice rink. There's the owl in the tree. There's <laughs> the owl in the tree. Just um, like that, Clint's like up there for I want to say a good five minutes mm. before. Uh, Kate shoots down the supports and sends the tree crashing down. Yep. And he's just like, no, no, I'm good up here. What are you doing? Don't do anything. Don't do- Kate, what are you doing? <laughs> he's just hanging up there with his new owl friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. This this whole this whole final episode's really good, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, the coordination of the LARPers, that's fun. Yep. Yeah, they got their and then acting as fucking weight stuff, and then they get their costumes on to direct traffic. Yeah, which is a weird choice. I'm not sure why they would listen to them in LARP outfits more than you know what they probably think they're Asgardian. I'd listen to Asgardians. <laughs> sure, um, that's Brad says. We just want to know if Clint is going to get to see his family for Christmas. Just lock her up and get going. Really do? Yeah, that's, that yeah. really is it, right? That's pretty like, weird. Yeah, <laughs> the plot is this mystery that I don't care about. But the thing that I care about is the will Hawkeye get home in time for Christmas? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, but this trick whole, arrows. Yeah, this whole thing's fun. It's a fun time. So many trick arrows. The magnet arrow. Yeah, it's fucking sick. The also Pim arrow that makes the van tiny and then the owl flies off with the guys in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are dead. <clears throat> They're super dead. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I like that it happens and Kate looks at him and she's just like, so what, do they do they stay like that? Do they get bigger? <laughs> and Clint's like, yeah, I'll have to ask uh, Scott about that. And then the... <laughs> Fucking owl comes and picks him up and they're just looking at it like, <laughs> oh, well. <coughs> Guess we don't ask Scott about that. That's so good. 
yeah, and then we, we get the moment between uh, Yelena and Clint where he, you know, tells her what happened with uh, Natasha, and uh, mm-hmm. it's all uh, very nice. And, uh, yep, big feelings. Yes, many feels. Uh, yeah, very good. And then... Lopez, who had abandoned Fisk, attempts to persuade Kazi to do the same, but she's forced to grievously wound him when he refuses. Fisk ambushes Eleanor, but is confronted by Bishop, who weakens him with a trick arrow-induced explosion. After Eleanor is handed off to the police for Aman's murder, Lopez meets up with Fisk and shoots him. We'll see. That is correct. That is what happens. Is it, though? Yeah. By Christmas Day, Barton manages to return home to his family, bringing Bishop and a golden retriever named Lucky with him. Laura is handed back her shield-issued Rolex, and the Ronin suit is set ablaze. Bishop struggles to come up with a superhero name for herself, leading Barton to suggest something. Something. The show suggests Hawkeye. Yes. I imagine that's what he would suggest too, because I think he's out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's done. But he's also been done before, so... Yeah, it's true. Um, So the Kingpin-Kate fight is fun because she literally cannot get a fucking attack in edgewise. He's (laughs) destroying her. That's Brad says, shot in the face, but he got better. I mean, it's happened in the comics. Mm -hmm. Specifically while he's wearing... (laughs) Like, he comes back with a fucking red Hawaiian shirt, which is what he's wearing in this episode. Yep. That's it. Which is a weird look. It's so not kingpin. It's not what we typically think of with the typically white yeah. suit. Usually it's yes. white, white, maybe some purple and black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, does he take a fucking beating. Yeah, he does. I... Uh, this, is, this is one aspect of the show that kind of annoyed me because uh, Kingpin's a tough fella, and yeah, he, he, the biggest of the boys, he gets he gets taken out pretty easily. Does uh, he? I mean, he gets but, hit by a car. I mean, and then yeah, exploded. The car should like fold in on itself. I mean, he got up from the car. Yeah, that car should be like. That car should the explosion, explode. he also just kind of got explode. stunned by. Yeah, okay, yeah. Kate's mother should have died. <laughs> also that. Um, I don't know, yeah, he he does take a fucking beating, though. Like, he also rips a fucking car door off <coughs> with his bare hands. <laughs> this yeah. man does not have superpowers, I need to point out. Yeah, I know, but he's, he's, I don't he's know. just a big boy. Kingpin is, he's weird. Like, he's just, he's very so tough weird. for someone who doesn't have superpowers. My favorite always thing, been his thing. has always been that, like, he looks fat, but that's all muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's fat, but it's all muscle. Like, yeah. he's, he's a big, he's a fucking meat cube. <laughs> he is, yeah. The most super of meat uh. boys. <laughs> Less smiley. Oh yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You've you've convinced me. Yeah, sure. He takes a beating. <laughs> how, <laughs> how do you uh, how do you feel about the the shield Rolex being for Mockingbird? I guess I it's fine. 
it's a weird it's thing, another one another thing that i didn't really care about in this show it's like yeah why did we like it seems unnecessary mm-hmm. i don't know why the watch was even there yeah like if you take the watch out completely mm-hmm. do you lose anything from the show really. no you, you lose it doesn't affect the mystery even though the mystery is bad it doesn't affect that you lose knowledge that uh, Hawkeye's wife is also a former worked shield for Shield agent. at some point. That's it. Which yeah, that doesn't matter at all. Yeah, um, unless she's going to make an appearance as Mockingbird at some point, I don't yeah. really care. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very fucking strange to have that there. It is. I agree. Um, I do like the uh, name suggestion. The way they do that at the end, that's mm-hmm. nice. Feels classy. Rather than just also like the suggestion that she has as uh, Lady Hawk. Very mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> Very bad. Yes. What's the other one that she comes up with? Don't remember. Because I remember that being just fucking miserably bad. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. We may never know ever again. But anyway, that's uh, Hawkeye. Six episodes of fun. I enjoy it. Oh, it was it was Hawk Eve. Hawk Eve. Ugh. Yeah, Lady Hawk. Hawk Eve. <laughs> Hawk shot. Yeah. Too- you know, like hot shot, but you know Hawk. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Bad name. And she's the one who's all about marketing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Let's now. Good show that. It is a good show. I agree. I enjoyed it again. Like I said, I think I enjoyed it even more this time. Mm-hmm. Now let us talk about our Starks and our Stanks. These these are the things we liked and we didn't like about Hawkeye. Who went last week? I have no idea. I'm gonna say it was you first last week. Well, let's start with you. What is your first Stark? Uh, the cast have great chemistry, uh, between the leads specifically, but between Kate and Yelena also mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I could watch these characters talk for yeah. hours, yeah. which is wild because the action is really good and it mm-hmm. just, just give me more of both. Yeah. My, mine sort of goes off that too. They nail the Clint Kate dynamic so well. They're so good together, whether it's the fun action scenes or dramatic scenes are both very good. Um, yeah, and all yeah, the other side characters them. are really good too. I agree. Yeah, love the interactions between Kate and that one tracksuit that has the fucking <laughs> Imagine Dragon stickers. Yes. Um, love the interactions between Kate and uh, Jack. Mm-hmm. Every, Jack and anyone, really. Yes. There's a bit where Jack is bullying a fucking 10-year-old. It's fucking hilarious. He's <laughs> a 10-year-old like millionaire, so fuck that kid. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, do you, I remember that time that you peed your pants at the ski lodge. <laughs> the kid and it just shuts anyway. the kid down completely. Yeah, fuck that kid. He sucks. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Very good. What is your second Stark? A second Stark is that the strong Christmas vibe provides a great backdrop and the most, like, compelling emotional through line and, uh, what's the word? The stakes. It provides the stakes that I care about in this. Yeah. So Xmas vibes, good use. Yeah. I do like Christmas and uh, 
Yes, I'm not like that big on it, but when it's used well, I like mm-hmm. Christmas sometimes. Let me rephrase. I like Christmas themed movies. <laughs> sure, I can get behind <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, so I, I yeah, it is a really good backdrop. Um, my second stock uh, is uh, seeing Clint out of his comfort zone is fun. Uh, doing things like the LARP or watching a musical that he hates. Also, giving him the hearing aid was a great uh, choice for comedic bits when he wants to tune people out. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, look, just, just fleshing out Hawkeye is fun because he's the Avenger who gets the least screen time. Yeah. He's... The boring one, right? But he gets to prove here that he's, you know, he's got layers. There's yeah, stuff to him. Yeah, he's very, very funny. He is. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Clint stuff's, um, yeah, really fun. And yeah, I like, I liked his character in this a lot. It was good. To yeah, see him uh, really it totally like. I, I feel like there were definitely people out there who be who were like Hawkeye. Really, right. we're gonna watch a show about fucking Hawkeye, right? This would have well, should have shut down all of those arguments. Mm, I agree. What is your first stank? Kingpin's fucking cool, but he's here for an episode, and it, his his appearance in that episode ends quickly and leaves me uncertain about the use of him in the future. Yes, I. That's my exact thing. As much as I like them having D'Onofrio in the final episode as Fisk. He does end up feeling a little shoehorned in simply by revealing him at the end of the penultimate episode and he just doesn't have much to do. Yeah. He's just kind of there. Much to do, gets hit by a car, shot mm. in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the shot in the face is like, wow, that's a dramatic way to end this. I sure hope he's not dead because Marvel, you do this thing a lot where you kill your most compelling bad guys and then we never see them again. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean, he's already uh... confirmed for Daredevil, so... Oh, well, then that's good. <laughs> that's already a thing that's happening. Well, like, in, in the moment, when I watched it for the first time, I was like, oh... Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and then, you know, a year later or whatever, they were like, we're doing Daredevil, and he's going to be the... Oh, thank God. <laughs> Um, and what is your, oh, yeah, so, yeah, I, that's my yeah. same stake. Uh, what's your second mm-hmm. stake? The main mystery plot isn't as riveting as the relationships and action set pieces happening around it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Everything happening around the mystery plot is way better than the mystery plot itself. Yeah. I don't, look, it's definitely the least interesting thing, but I think because of Jack and... Just Jack generally. makes it fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I don't mind it that much. It's, it's just, just it, it just feels, feels like such a. a I feel like we could have done better in oh, uh, yeah, sure. giving Kate and Clint a way to interact. Mm. Give them a, a more fun bonding exercise. Right. Um. I mean, they they have other things in this show. Like uh, that's the thing. It's like the. That whole murder mystery part could have been taken out, and I don't think it would have been any different, really. Yeah, you would have lost out on Kingpin being in here, which, as we've discussed, maybe not the worst thing. Yeah, he's uh, that's another fan servicey thing. It's just like, well, he's Kingpin, and then but also, he's, yeah, like it's, it's cool. Yeah, I love that he's there. He's, he doesn't wish they'd have done something with him. <laughs> um, my second stake is really nitpicky. 
And this Pick is those just nits. this is just me um, being annoyed by a, a cosmetic thing from this show. Was it um, his tattoo? <clears throat> no, it's not his tattoo. Um, it's Kate Bishop's eyes. Um, Haley Steinfeld has blue contacts on during this show. Oh, and they're very obvious to me, especially in like the diner scene where they're talking and she's like trying to come up with like a costume for him and stuff. She's looking sure. directly at the camera and you can just tell they're the wor- They're just terrible contacts and I fucking hate them. And I like, I get it. Like Kate Bishop has blue eyes in the comics, right? Sure. Uh, get rid of him. I don't fucking want to say, I don't care about continuity. Something make up a reason for her to not have blue eyes anymore because it fucking annoys me in every every scene. I see these terrible contacts. They're right. They're right there. And I it can't me. say I ever noticed. It annoys me. What? Wait. What color eyes does she have normally? I don't know. Dark. Darker eyes. Not blue. Okay. <laughs> I haven't oh, yeah, studied no, her eyes. Yeah. I just know she doesn't have blue eyes. And I'm just looking at a bunch of pictures. pictures. Yeah. 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 No, I can. Yeah. Now you're going to see him. Every I don't time. necessarily. I don't necessarily agree because I don't care. <laughs> but like, fair. That is nitpicky. You did warn me. Yeah. I don't know. They just annoy me. Just, they don't look right. Yeah. They look kind of, instead of blue, they just kind of come off looking grayish. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, that's it. So that's the Starks and the Stakes. Now comes the part of the show where we take this series and we put it in a list with all the other ones. Kind of like a ranking. Kind of like that. Uh, so let us now rank Hawkeye. Would you like to tell people about our list? What oh, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me tell, tell people, people about our wonderful list. Okay. Uh, currently... I'm going to read out the top 10 mm-hmm. with numbers and then mm-hmm. I'm going to just read the rest because yeah. it's a long list. Fucking time mm-hmm. At number one, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Number two, Thor Ragnarok. Number three, Avengers Endgame. Number four, Iron Man 3. Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number six, Avengers Infinity War. Number seven, Captain America, Civil War. Number eight, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Number nine, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Number 10, The Avengers. Then Black Panther, Captain America, the First Avenger, Loki, WandaVision, Eternals. I forgot we put that that high. (laughs) Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming, What If, Iron Man, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Spider-Man Far From Home, Black Widow, Thor, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk, Thor the Dark World, and at number 30, Iron Man 2. Where it shall live. In infamy. Oh no, it's going to move to 31. Okay. Now, I'm pretty sure I went last week. Or last time. With Eternals. Or was it Eternals? It was Eternals. Yeah, it was. was. It was Eternals. So, would you like to give me some idea of where you would like to put Hawkeye? I think this goes right below Avengers. Right below Avengers. Oh my god! At number eleven. 
Do you want to put this above the first Avenger? Mm-hmm. A movie you love. Mm-hmm. Your most favorite movie of all time, the first Avenger. I don't know about that. Okay. No, no, no. That's that's the one that's up the top of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see how the Captain America one. Do you want to put this above Black Panther? Uh, visually, it holds up better in a lot of I mean, ways. sure. Like, there's a lot less, like, cartoony CG in Hawkeye, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, now, I, I may I may be shooting this a bit high mm-hmm. to see where we can bring it down to, but I, I do think it definitely deserves to be up in that conversation. Mm. I did you say above Avengers? No, no, no. I said just below Avengers. Just below Avengers. Okay, I would put it just below Black Panther. I think as as good as this show is, and it is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Black Panther has one of the greatest villains. Ever. Yeah, no, look, you can just say Killmonger and I'll be like, yeah, no, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, uh, that's pretty much there's it. There's also, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, like, visual design, like, set dressing and costumes mm-hmm. and stuff that goes into Black Panther that yeah. I don't feel like we've talked about a huge amount because it just kind of... It's New York and it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like, like, this is New York and it's Christmas, but Black Panther is, like... like there's so many different cultural influences going on there and it's all really well realized. Yeah. CG's a bit iffy at times, but like in terms of the effort that came that, that was put into like bringing that to life, I think yeah. Black Panther knocks it out of the park. Yeah. So for um, me, I would put it at number 12 just below Black Panther. Okay. Uh, above the first Avenger? We're happy above with that? First, I'm, I'm fine with above first Avenger. I'm... I'm torn on putting it above Loki. I'm not. But I that will... was my that was my one goal was to get it above Loki. But I will say, again, watching Hawkeye this time around, I think I think it may be my favorite MCU show now. Uh, it's definitely up there for me. Um, like Loki's Loki's real cool and weird. Yeah, uh, there's definitely just so much effort put into. Again, the set design, costumes, they're fucking immaculate. I think Hawkeye, even though it has a weak central plot, yeah, all the uh, acting, the relationships, the action. Actually, the character is stuff is really good, unmatched. and so is the action, yeah. Um, and it's Christmas. And it's Christmas. Christmas. There you go. Um, so 12? 12. All right. Let's lock it in. Number Done. 12. Locked in. Now I shall read the list. You'll try. <laughs> I will try. <laughs> you gotta at least get to the one that we just ranked before you start devolving into whatever it is that you do. That's Brad says, damn you, Josh, but I don't know what that's for. I don't. Yeah, I also don't know what that's for. What did I do? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Okay, number one, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Number two, Thor Ragnarok. Number three, Avengers Endgame. Number four, Iron Man 3. Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number six, Avengers Infinity War. Number seven, Captain America Civil War. Number eight, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Number nine, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Number ten, The Avengers. Black Panther. Hawkeye at number twelve. 
uh, Captain America the First Avenger, Loki, WandaVision, Eternals, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man Homecoming, What If, Iron Man. <laughs> what if Iron Man? <laughs> what, what if Iron Man? <laughs> the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Spider-Man Far From Home, Black Widow, Thor, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Age of Ultron, The Incredible Hulk, Thor the Dark World, and at number 31 forever and ever until the end of time, well, until next week, uh, <laughs> Iron Man 2. Uh, yeah, you can thank Elon Musk for that one. Thanks, Elon. Chuck. Learn to name your kids better, idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's the one issue we have. Yeah. Name kids better. It's the it's, it's the, the lowest hanging fruit. Sure. So that is Hawkeye, and that is where it ranks. Those are our stocks and our stanks. Next week. Possibly. Next, next week. week. At some point in the future. Next, next time, time we record. record. Next time we record, we will be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm. This, this might, might be, be the one I've looked forward to the most, like, like since, since starting. Mm-hmm. Because you haven't rewatched it, it and neither have I. No. Yeah, yeah we're, we're getting, getting into, into that era of things that neither of us have uh, looked at again. Yeah, well, and I remember feeling pretty positive about it. Um, out of out of these future movies, mm-hmm. um, I haven't rewatched Spider Man No Way Home. I haven't. The only one I've actually rewatched is Thor and Doctor Strange. I've rewatched Doctor Strange and Thor. I've re uh, I've rewatched um, Werewolf by Night. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I watched that fucking four times the week it came out. <laughs> uh, the Guardians Holiday Special. Yeah, that's it. Oh, uh, that, yeah, I'm excited to watch No Way Home. That's Brad Says Loki. I think, he, he, oh. I think he's disagreeing with your opinion on Loki. Yeah, yeah, that would be, that makes sense. But, um, hey, man, Hawkeye's good. Hawkeye is very good. I mean, so is Loki. Don't, so is Loki. don't get me wrong. Loki's also very good. We get a second season in just two weeks. Fuck. <laughs> good uh, show. Uh, yeah, good show. Uh, yes, Spider-Man No Way Home. Next time, we will rewatch it for the first time. And uh, I look forward to seeing how my opinion changes, maybe. How, what are your th- let's before we get to it next week? What are your thoughts on Spider Man No Way Home? Uh, remembering as much as you can. When I walked out of the theater the first time, I was buzzing. I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. Mm. There's some moments from it that I think back to now that I'm like, yeah, those are really fucking good. Mm-hmm. But you and I have talked about it since, mm-hmm. and I tend to agree with you on a lot of it. Yeah. You of the I hate fan service. Service. Yeah. Raw, grumpy old men. Mm-hmm. Um I do find myself coming down on the side of agreeing with you on a lot of that stuff. It yeah. can be a bit much, especially in this. Yeah. Be eager to see how my opinion has changed on the movie, uh, with that in mind. Yeah. I um w- when the movie was over, I was like, that was fun. That was a good time. <clears throat> especially like the ending the ending of it's really mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. um but 
Yeah, but then I just thought about it. It's just like it's just so much. There's there is literal cringe in this movie. A lot of the like the lines that the villains say. Fan too, you know. All these throw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, just they don't need to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Where's my machine? And he goes, where? And he goes, the power of the sun in the palm of my hands. He's like, you didn't yeah, need to say right. that. That doesn't help. That doesn't. It's, you say I'm that fine, doesn't help. I'm fine with some callbacks here and there, but some of it's a bit too on the nose. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I guess the real test will be if I'm watching it and it's uh, good enough to sort of arrest my attention completely. Uh-huh. Will those callbacks and those moments of fan service bring me out of it? I guess we'll see. We will see next time we record one of these shows and it's Spider-Man No Way Home. Thank yeah. you so much for watching, everyone. We had at least three viewers today. Crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. We'll see you next time. I hope the improved audio quality is worth it. I hope so. Goodbye. Bye. Are you Tony Stank? I am Iron Man. Stank, Stank, Stank. Genius billionaire playboy. You Stank, you Stank. I am Iron Man.